heartbeat in this. Amen. And so I want you to turn, if you would, to First Chronicles uh, chapter 4 and the ninth verse. First Chronicles chapter 4 and uh, the ninth verse. Amen. I commend the church and pastor for how the, the church looks here every time we come. There's been improvements, and it just looks awesome. It's a beautiful, warm, and inviting place. And I appreciate the prayer and the worship that's in this place. Praise God. All right, 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 9. If you have your Bibles or a computer on a Bible, whatever you're using, please turn there. I want you to see with your own eyes that this is in the Word of God. Um, verse 9 says, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And <clears throat> Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. The name Jabez means sorrow. <clears throat> and so I want to preach for a while this morning about the prayer that we have read together, the prayer of the son of sorrow, who is Jabez. Let's go to the Lord where we're standing, and could we just ask him to speak, refresh our hearts and minds in his word and his truth. Lord, we love you today, and we thank you for your awesome love and presence that we feel here. And we pray, God, in one mind and in one accord today, that your spirit, God, would move through your word and deal with us and speak to us. Bring fresh touch of grace and miracles. Answer prayers, Lord. Healing God of our bodies. God, bring the renewal and the empowerment of the Holy Ghost for the first time or of many times. Bring it afresh in every life today. God, give them one that dares to speak the word, life, and anointing. Give us a ear to hear what the Spirit would say to the church. Amen. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Amen. There was a time in my life when uh, I was going to Bible college. And uh, because of the work schedule, about a 32-hour week work schedule and going to classes every morning uh, in the Bible college in Stockton. Um, and then traveling every weekend back home that I could get my chance as the junior assistant and youth leader <laughs> to say something once every four or five weeks. Uh, this schedule, along with the loss of my mother and other things that had happened, I contracted mononucleosis. And if I just moved at all, I would get very tired, sore throat, sweat profusely. And uh, during this time, I, uh, <clears throat> I had nothing to do because I had to lie in bed any activity would just uh, stress out my system and I would sweat, get a sore throat <clears throat> and I would begin to feel miserable. I took up, believe it or not, reading the Bible <clears throat> and I began as a child of God to get into the Word of God. Hours and hours a day I would read the Word of God. And I'm going somewhere with this. I came to a place where <clears throat> I got to the place in the book of Chronicles where we're reading and when you start reading through the Bible in the book of Chronicles, 
It's not the place, when I think of reading the Bible to gain uh, strength, reading the Bible to get prophecy and insight on prophecy at end times, amen, or about Jesus, the Lamb of God, or the apostles, or the church and the book of Acts, amen. It's just not one of your more inspiring or exciting places that you would go if you were perusing to find a place to gain strength or insight, amen, or comfort for what you're going through. Uh, you just don't turn into the book of Chronicles, the book of names, if you please. Hello. Uh, looking at the first four chapters here, amen, I, I see that there's all kinds of names in the book of Chronicles. Amen. These are the sons of Adam and the sons of Israel, the sons of Solomon, the sons of David in the third chapter. Amen. The sons of Judah, beginning of the fourth chapter where we read from. But just reading a few verses here, verse 5, for instance, it says, And Asher was the father of Tekoa, and had two wives, Ahila and Nara. And I'm just guessing at these. And we're talking about the names of people that lived 3,500 and 4,000 plus years ago. Names that are unpronounceable on many occasions. Hello, everybody. And that are totally, amen, out of sync, amen, with our life and where we're at in the 20th century or 21st century. Praise the Lord, everybody. Yes. Amen. Talks about these Nara, Bear, Azuzam, amen, and Heper, amen, and Timini, and Hashashatarai. Hello. <laughs> it's just not where you're just naturally inclined, amen, to, to turn, amen, to find some, some solace, amen, or some, some manna from heaven about something, amen, that needs to be overcome or something you're facing in life. Hello. And so I said that to say this, that this fourth chapter and verses 9 and 10, which is the prayer of Jabez, the son of sorrow, that's what his name means, is like an oasis in the Old Testament books of 1st and 2nd Chronicles that go through this long, long litany of name after name after name. Who was the son of? Who was the son of? Who was the son of? Amen. On and on and on. There's just an oasis here. Amen. In the prayer of Jabez. Everybody in the Old Testament didn't have their prayer that they prayed unto God. Amen. Recorded. Amen. And think of all the thousands and the millions of prayers that must have been prayed. Amen. Since the days of the sons of God. Since the days of Adam. Come on. Since the days of Abraham. Since the days of Moses. Praise the Lord. But Jabez's prayer, amen, is recorded and it just stands out like a beautiful oasis, amen, of satisfying blessing to the Spirit amongst all of these names that are unpronounceable. Praise God. We read about Jabez. God has something, amen, that he had recorded this prayer of this common man, hello everybody, that was in the lineage of the sons of Judah, amen, the praisers, amen, that he wants us to know, praise God. Jabez's prayer is not in there by accident. Now in biblical times, amen, parents, when they were going to have children, they did not go down to the local children's store, hello everybody, and buy a book, Amen. About names. And uh, what, what what should we name our son or our new little daughter? What name should we give this one that is coming soon? 
and they, they look at the book of names or they hear names suggested by grandparents and aunts and uncles and so on and so forth. Well, you have this name. This, this was a name that has been used in our family history in the past and people give suggestions and we look at books and cards and what name would sound pleasing, amen, what, what sounds phonetically uh, pleasurable, amen, along with our given surname there. We don't, no, we don't want to name him Alice. No, we, you know, on and on and on. But in the Bible times, they named their children after what they found and sought from God, amen, that God wanted to accomplish in the life, in the family, and in the newborn son or daughter that was being born. Family names in the Bible, amen, meant worlds. Praise God to the, yeah. to the parents. Yeah. Give the example, amen, there was Adam, amen, and there was Eve. Praise the Lord. And the first son that they had, after the fall in the Garden of Eden, where God had cast them out because of their sin, their disobedience and failure with the one commandment, not ten, but just the one commandment of the Lord, you're not going to, amen, taste, amen, uh, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Well, they broke that one commandment, amen, sin injected itself, so to speak, in the human bloodstream and the human genes, Hello, and uh, they were cast out of the Paradise Garden of Eden, a flaming sword of an angel placed at the gate that they could not re-enter. Amen. And so God had an encounter with Adam and Eve. Amen. He came searching for them. Adam, where are you? Where are you? And Adam and Eve was hiding from the presence of the Lord. And one of the most negative and disastrous things about sin is it causes us to run from God. It causes us by its very... Uh, uh, deal to run from his presence. But God caught up with Adam and Eve and it was found out what had happened. Amen. And God made a promise. He made a promise. Amen. There that day after, amen, he censured them and told them there's going to be trouble. There's going to be the sweat of your brow. There's going to be great labor pains and conception for the female. Amen. <clears throat> but he gave them a promise in the 15th verse. Amen. The most wonderful, mightiest promises, amen, in the Bible about a coming Redeemer. And God said in the form of this promise in Genesis 3 and 15, that the woman, the woman would bring forth, amen, a seed or offspring, a child, a son, that was one day going to bruise. And the word bruise in the ancient Hebrew meant to crush, to annihilate. <clears throat> that woman's seed was going to bruise or crush, amen, the head of the serpent. But the serpent in this engagement of battle was going to bruise or crush the heel of the woman's seed, amen, promised son, that was going to accomplish this. And this, what a beautiful picture of Calvary. Jesus was bruised for our iniquity. He was nailed to Calvary's cross. His visage, his countenance was so marred more than any of the children of men, we could barely recognize him. But for all the brutality that the devil and his, his, his forces unleashed, amen, upon Jesus that day, he rose from the dead. And so what happened? happened to Jesus was like a bruise or a crushing to the heel part of the body. It was a temporary setback. But what Jesus did to the strategies of the devil, amen, and his plan was to bruise or crush the head, the vital organ of the mind. Hello, everybody. Amen. He bruised them. He crushed them. He destroyed them. Praise God. And Calvary in the process of his bruising. Praise God. 
And I said all that to say this, not that that's not even more important than what I'm going to say. But so Eve heard from God directly his lips. There was going to be a promised seed, a promised son that was going to bring some kind of reconciliation. Amen. Back to God. Some kind of redemption. Amen. Back to God and into his presence and into the world. Amen. And the glory that they had lost. And so she got excited because she said, Adam, Adam, behold, I have gotten a man from the Lord. I've got a boy child. Amen. And so she named him Cain, which means crusher. Adam, this first child. Amen. God is already answering, amen, the promise. And this first child, Cain, crusher. I'm going to name him such because he's going to be the one that's going to crush, amen, the headship of the serpent and the leadership of the serpent and bring us back to God. Well, it turned out to be a complete and an unmitigated disaster because that came, that first son of the human family turned out to be anything but good and anything but redemptive. Amen. He killed his righteous brother Abel, the second born. Amen. Because and it was over a sacrifice. It, Abel was offering amen, a lamb, amen, from the herd, like God had said amen, to offer. But Cain was just offering to God the, the fruit of the cursed ground and the cursed trees. Hello, everybody. Which was not acceptable unto God. And Abel's sacrifice found pleasure and acceptance. And Cain's didn't. So his, his countenance fell and he rose up and he murdered. Amen. Over religion. Amen. The first soul, which was Abel, his brother. Amen. Many, many names in the Bible. Amen. Bring and bear. Amen. A potent, potent meaning. People were not named carelessly or trivially. Amen. So it says that Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. He did something different in his family than was common suit and what people in his family uh, normally did. He was more honorable. He stood above them. And his mother called his name Jabez because I bear him with sorrow. The Amplified Version says I've named him Jabez or troublemaker. You know, mama's calling you a troublemaker. A troublemaker. I don't know. It seems to me that there ought to be, there ought to be a, a joy in a family. Amen. When a son is born unto that family, it ought to be a celebration. But sometimes that's not always the case. When the family is greatly impoverished, when they don't have hardly anything, when just another mouth to feed is an extreme problem. Hello, everybody. Or when there's things going on in the family, if there's any kind of abusive pattern, amen, that's going on in the family, that's another, amen, individual that could be predated upon. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Amen. That's been around forever, too. But whatever it was, the circumstance was not good and not sunny in Jabez's family. And so his mother, amen, said, I'm going to call him Jabez. Amen. Well, it's not his fault. His family condition, the family condition here, the poverty of the family or what's going on in the family. Amen. The difficulty in the family is not this baby's fault. Why? Amen. Confer it all on him. 
Well, that's just what mama did anyway, though. I'm going to call him Jabez. He's the son of sorrow. He is a sorrow maker. He's just more sorrow and more trouble, amen, in this family. But this man did not allow, amen, the destitute condition of his family. He did not allow the impoverishment of his family. He did not allow whatever, any possible abuse or whatever that was going on, amen, in his family, amen, to just sit back with the rest of his brothers and sisters, amen, and curse the world, hello everybody, and blame everybody for what they were and what they came into in life and for their lack of this and lack of that, hello everybody. He stood up tall above his brothers and sisters and began to call of the God of Israel. Hallelujah. And God said, this is worthy. This is something I want to put in my word for all future generations. Amen. To read about. Amen. The prayer of the son of sorrow. Can you say praise the Lord, everybody? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Thank God we can do something about our condition in life. We can't do nothing about who brought us forth into this world. Amen. We can't do nothing about, amen, what level, amen, of life or society we were born into. Come on, everybody. But there's one thing we can do. We don't have to sit back and we don't have to take, amen, the evils and the pressures and the harshness, amen, that life throws at us. We can stand up, amen, and call on the God of Israel. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Mama says you're trouble. Mama says you're sorrow. Mama says you're just another one and you're getting to be in the way. Come on, everybody. Come on. The family says you're just trouble. Come on, everybody. Society says, amen, you're just trouble. You're a sorrow maker. Amen, you're a troublemaker. You're just another needless, amen, individual, amen, that's taking up space in our home. Oh. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Mm, I feel the Holy Ghost today. <laughs> and so this troublemaker, this sorrow maker, had a prayer. And God lifted it from all the unpronounceable names of 1st and 2nd Chronicles. Hallelujah. And said, we're going to record this common man. We're going to record his prayer. And so Jacob is called on the God of Israel. And here's what he said. Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. My brothers and sisters around me in this home are crying for the lack of food and the lack of jobs. Amen. They're crying, amen, for the environment and the family that they're brought up in. Amen. They're complaining about this and they're complaining about that. They are an untoward generation and don't know where they're going and what to do, so they just sit back, amen, to get high when they can and drunk when they can. Hello, everybody. But Jabez stood and began to call on the name of the Lord. Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. There's nothing wrong with asking God to bless you. Come on, you have not because you ask not. Come on, I said you have not because you ask not. There's nothing wrong with asking God you. Oh, and thou would have blessed me in me. I want you to put, give something, amen, in my life, in my heart, in my existence that others will see, amen, that God is blessing this young man. God is blessing this strong maker. God is good. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God, not against you or anybody. 
having nice things, having good things, having a nice home. As long as it don't blow your head and keep you out of the house of God. Amen. God is set to bless. He wants you to be observable as somebody that walks with God. And the hand of God is upon you. And God's ushered in blessings. Amen. Into your life because you live and walk. Amen. And call on the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody. Hallelujah. Oh, and thou wouldest bless me indeed. And then he went on and amplified that and enlarged my coast. Come on, enlarge my coast. Give you something bigger and better, amen, than my brothers and sisters have. Now just hear me out. Amen, because I want everybody to know that the God of Israel is hearing my prayers and he's blessing me and you can have it too. If you get into the vein of prayer, if you get into the vein of habitation, God, amen, God can do this, amen, for you. Praise the Lord. Come on, the blessing of the Lord make us rich, and he had us no sorrow with it, praise God. Come on. The Bible said it is for God's good pleasure to give you of the kingdom. Amen. God is not a tightwad. God is not holding back, but he cannot do anything. His arms are proverbially tied. Amen. When we don't call on him, we gotta ask. You don't have because you don't ask. I want to ask, and I want to ask him faith. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It could have been, amen, that Jabez's brothers and sisters that were born and brought up in the same condition and place that he was, amen, would gain faith and start calling on the name of the Lord also. That's what God meant to be. God wants to bless you and he wants to enlarge your coast. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. That you would stand out, not just a little, but start standing out significantly. That God is yeah. with you yes. in a mighty way. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? God wants to do that in this church. Praise the Lord. Amen. He wants to hear your prayer. He's going to answer your prayer. He's going to pour out your spirit. Praise the Lord. He's give you a building that others will be envious of. Others will be jealous of. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. He can do such a revival. Amen. Such a such a renewing of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And others say, I want that. Praise yeah. God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. As this son of sorrow got a little bit closer. Amen to God. And he said this as his prayer goes on. He said, And that thine hand might be with me. I want the signature of the presence of God. I want your hand to be with me. Amen. So people know, oh, the treasure, amen, of, of the truth of having the hand of the Lord with you. The hand of the Lord upon you. Praise God. Brother, I don't care what kind of crazy hills you guys ride those bicycles down. The hand of God is upon you because we love you. We will pray for you. And God will keep you. He'll send his angels around you. Amen. To protect you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. That your hand might be with me. Oh, do you read in the places of the Word of God, amen, where it says, amen, that the hand of the Lord was upon them, the hand of the Lord was with them in some of the greatest miracles in the entire Bible. Hallelujah. And it was done by the hand of the Lord. It all it starts with a shout song. Even more, 
Thank God. And he prayed on a little bit more. And this is the beauty. You see, the thing about the Son of Sorrow's prayer was that it was a complete prayer. Many times we just pray for ourselves and our loved ones, and that's beautiful in itself, and it is commended in itself that we approach God in prayer. But there's got to be something more, and that is that he's got to live in us, and we've got to be one with him, yeah. and we've got to walk with him. Yeah. Amen. Jabez went that second mile. Amen. He said, and that thou wouldest keep me from the evil. I don't only want you to bless me, God. I don't only want you to enlarge my coasts. I don't only want your hand to be with me for signs, wonders, and answered prayers, and miraculous things. But I want you, amen, to keep me from the evil that it might not grieve me. I want to walk side by side with you, Lord. I want to walk with my hand in your hand. I want to love you. I, I have, I have sm smelled with my nose the sweet rose of Sharon. I have felt the glory and the joy and the honor and beauty of your presence. And I want to be like you, God. It's not just what can you bless me with. Amen. But I want to be like you. I just don't want the signs and wonders and answered prayers and deliverances. Amen. But I want to be like you. I do not want to do evil, God. I want those things somehow, amen, to be overcome and put far from me. Would you somehow, Lord, keep me from evil that it might not grieve me? You know, in one sense, we're all sons and daughters of sorrow. Amen. The Bible says in Genesis 3 and 16, when God came to Eve and Adam, he said, I'm going to greatly multiply to Eve thy sorrow in conception. In sorrow shalt thou bring forth children. And he in turn talks to Adam and says that, Amen, you're going to, by the sweat of your brow, till the ground, and in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. So since the fall, the entire human family has been grappling, amen, with the chaos of life and with sorrow, hardship, trouble, sorrow. It's the very signature of our existence apart from God. Amen. But thank God there's a God that we can call on that wants to lift us up, that wants us to be raised up, praise God, from the sorrow that we're in, from the trouble and the hardship that we're in, from the abuse and difficulties that we're in, from our backs being up against the wall, amen, and finances being non-existent. Hello, everybody. There's a God that's just eager and anxious and awaiting, amen, for us to call on His name. The pastor read the scripture. I thought it was worth explaining. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That we might come boldly into the throne of grace to find help in the time of need. Let's raise our hands to the Lord. Amen. Right now in the house of the Lord. Amen. Jesus. We love you. We recognize your power, your ability. Amen. You can do exceedingly abundantly above all things that we ask or think according to the power that dwelleth in us. God, I'm asking you here today, put that prayer, amen, down on the inside of each one of our souls today. Oh, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. In the book of Genesis, years later, Genesis chapter 30, 
Amen. There was a man by the name of Jacob. Amen. He married two sisters, which is not advisable and has since been nixed. <clears throat> and he had a beautiful wife by the name of Rachel. The first 20 years of their marriage, she was barren. And finally, through her prayer and her travail in prayer, amen, she was in conception. Amen. She had their firstborn son. His name was Joseph. And the Bible has the meaning for that name that they gave him. Joseph means the Lord shall add. Amen. There's going to be more children. Amen, Rachel was saying. There's going to be more sons. God's going to add to this. You know the spirit that I feel, amen, in this house today? There's going to be more sons of God born into the church. There's going to be greater and greater revival. There's going to be more sons. Amen, after this one, after that one, after the other. Praise the Lord. God shall add. He shall add. The spirit of the Lord adding. Amen, is here today. Praise God. Amen. He rejoiced. Amen. Over Joseph and his birth. About five years later, amen. Finally, the beautiful Rachel, amen, is expected with her second born, and it's a son. But, amen, the crisis was that Rachel, as beautiful as she was, there was some weakness inherent within her, amen, and she was having an extremely hard, amen, childbirth. And there at the burning tent, as Jacob was prancing up and down up the front of there, amen, hearing lamentable cries. Amen. And worrying. Amen. What was going on and how long it was going to be. The Bible said she was under great travail and hard. Amen. Labor. Amen. For the second son. And finally, amen, she gave birth and her soul was almost in departing. Amen. And so wearily and sweated out and broken. She said, his name is Benoni. And Benoni means, amen, the son of sorrow. And Jacob ran in, amen, at that birth. And with that, amen, the one that was helping her in the birth, amen, held the babe up. He grabbed it and said, his name is not going to be called Benoni. Amen, the son of my sorrow, the son of my departing soul. His name is going to be called Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. Son of my right hand, praise God. God wants to make something out of our lives today, praise yes. God. I said he wants to make something out of our lives today. I don't hear my mama saying, you're just a son of sorrow. You're just a son of grief. Amen. You're just another problem in the family. Amen. I'm dying. I'm, I'm having you, Rachel. Said I'm having you, but I'm dying. But no lie, you're a son of sorrow. But the man of God came in and said, no. It's Benjamin. The son of my right hand. Could you stand with me this morning and praise the Lord? The beautiful thing, brothers and sisters, about the prayer of Jabez that was so deep and so conclusive. The Bible ends the statement of Jabez by saying, and God granted him. God granted him. God granted him that which he requested. Could we close our eyes? Come on, raise your hands to the spirit of the Lord here today. Friend of mine, God's not in the business of turning people away. He's not in the business of turning it away. Turning his ears from that cry, God, would you help me? 
I'm in a rough situation. I'm in a tough home. I'm in a tough situation at work. I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a crucible of pain in my life. The Bible says, God granted him that which he requested. I feel like doing that. I, I feel like asking as a friend of the church. I just want everybody just to certainly let's just come to the front. Let's just come to the front and raise our hands before God. Let's ask Him as a Jabez, because we're all a Jabez in one way or another. Come, would you bless me indeed? Would you enlarge my coast, Lord? Come with your hand be upon me, Lord. That others might see your goodness, your blessedness, oh God. Can ask for the reason of the hope that's within us. Lord, would you keep me from the evil? I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. I need your spirit, God. I need your grace. I need your forgiveness. I need your mercy. God, grant him that which he requested. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
Jesus, there is power.